and welcome to another episode of the Traction.gg podcast. And I'm very excited this week as we are joined by two people from bmng.drive to talk about the game, uh, where it's headed, the recent updates, and also the origins of the title. So joining us today is Natalia and Jared. How are you both? Oh, Very well, great. thank you. Yeah, it's in the morning, had my coffee, so. Oh, nice. What, so Jared, just uh, quickly, whereabouts in the world are you? Oh man, good old Arizona, right in the middle of the desert. So uh, much fun. It's actually raining right now, so it snows really it? nice. But uh, Oh, it's like Britain. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> Britain simulator. So hey. much rain, help me. And it's certainly a thing we all share. Um, I'm in Amsterdam. Yeah. It is also raining horizontally, so that is yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least we're all indoors. And uh, yeah, it's definitely wintertime now. Uh, so yep. actually, uh, Natalia, if you'd just like to quickly explain what your what daily role is with mm-hmm. uh, with Beam, please. Would that be all so right? I am the marketing and communications lead here at BeamNG, and I deal with all things related to marketing, PR, community, and also customer support. Oh, nice. That sounds like it's a very busy, very busy role. <laughs> it sure is, especially lately. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jared, what's what's your role with BeamNG.Drive? Yeah, so I'm the vehicle lead, and um, I come from a 3D art background, too, so I also help with 3D art stuff, and basically manage the team, you know, figure out a lot of the background tasks, manage Jira, Confluence, um, try to help people out when I can, and, uh, you know, try to support, you know, this amazing team that I'm surrounded with. Wow, yeah, that's also another another busy job by the sound of things. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, well beamng.drive so there's many people out there who are well aware and very familiar maybe they've watched some youtube content creators doing some fun challenges and uh, tasks in the game but there might also be some people out there who are are perhaps not too familiar Um, but it is available through early access on pc so perhaps natalia could you just quickly explain to perhaps those who don't know kind of what it is although i would say that that's a difficult task because it's such a weird and wonderful varied game yeah, and it's definitely a question we will both be answering because my technical knowledge and physics knowledge is uh, uh, less superior than that of Jared. Fair enough, but I'm sure it's very high school. <laughs> oh, so yeah, uh, I, I'm sure that most people know us as the crash simulator, but we're actually more of a soft body physics simulator. And we've been around since 2013. And um, yeah, I, I think, Jared, you can cover more since you've been around since 2013, and I'm here just uh, under two years. So I'll give the word to him so he can uh, cover how oh, it all started, cool. and uh, then I'll take over and tell you where we're going. Nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, BeamNG is just, it's super unique because of the physics engine. And so it's a physics engine that's completely different than, you know, the other video games out there. And that's because the uh, the forces actually travel through from, like, the wheel and to the, the shocks and to the body. Um, and, you know, the secret is, uh, you know, you have a, a two mass nodes and they're connected by a beam. And the beam uh, could basically transfer energy. It could absorb energy. It could, uh, once it's compressed, it could extend a certain length and, um, uh, you know, spring dampening, rebound, all that stuff. Um, and, you know, when you have all these properties and all this, uh, you know, these forces flowing through right. the vehicle, mm. um, that way you could simulate pretty much, uh, you know, most materials in the vehicle realistically. And then the vehicle could react realistically, you know, in any situation. And that's why, you know, like the crashing is super nice or like when the vehicle jumps and lands, like it, you know, the forces pass through the vehicle really, really nicely. And, you know, if you watch the YouTubers or slow motion, you can see the whole thing jiggle just like in real life. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's so great. Like what the physics people do in the video game company, like 
super, super impressed. Um, and, you know, that's what really separates us from the crowd is we could really do things with these vehicles that, you know, what these other people can't do. Well, you said it unique, and we're probably say, going to say the word unique several, several times. Yeah. This interview. <laughs> but <clears throat> let's say it's distinctive. Um, I don't think there's anything else out there doing it quite like BMNG. So what's the what's the aims of the project? Yeah, so definitely the aim of the project. You know, um, we have a we have like a bunch of different people in the company, like the physics people. They want to create the most realistic physics simulator that's ever been invented. Um, and then we have like the vehicle side, um, which I could talk a lot about since I'm the vehicle lead. And we want oh, to create sure the most realistic. <laughs> oh yeah, so many car things. You know, we just want to create the um, um, you know the most realistic vehicle simulation that we possibly could. And this includes putting in all the tiny details. You know, for me, like I'm really into off-roading. So I have like the diff lockers, the hub locks, um, you know, and then we have um, the uh, um, hydrostatic clutch simulation and um, <clears throat> You know, all these like tiny little features, ABS, traction control that both, you know, they all work uh, like they would in real life, um, you know, trying to simulate every aspect of a vehicle. And um, with this uh, physics simulation, with what they're able to create, you know, we could push it super, super, super far. And, you know, every update, we're just like, okay, like how far could we push these details? Like how much could we add to this? And, uh, you know, coming, you know, we all come from a vehicle background at least on the vehicle team so you know i build real life cars and stuff and you know weld and modify like i built my own engine all that type of stuff and uh same with the others too you know we have a person that does drifting like you know we've all been to the oh, Nürburgring. Right. like we love all like the real life stuff and um you know we want to take that experience and our passion and share it with everybody else to to inspire people you know inspire people to get into cars and um you know show them what it's really like to drive these things and really how these vehicles will react you know from you know could i could i like drift this and you know what happens if i hit a curb like how bad is that going to be you know all the way to like could i do a barrel roll or you know like what's the fastest lap time i could do on the hirochi raceway um like everything and um yeah just trying to push that limit as far as we possibly can yeah, yeah, and the difference is they're like we want to do it not just in a super highly technical way, but also in an engaging way, which is right, like right. the kind of the direction we are working on in the future to create some kind of content that is um, not just showing you the amazing physics simulation uh, features that we have, but do it in a way that is fun. And I yeah, think that's, that's like the combination of those two things is what sets us aside as well. It's way more than just the um, the physics on the soft body physics, like you said. There are campaigns and missions and fun things to do and lots of different environments and that seems to have evolved really well over the last couple of years especially i suppose uh, that's going to be something expanded in the future but for now i'd just like to perhaps know about who you know right at the very beginning who was sort of uh, coming up with the ideas and and how was it sort of uh, how did it come together right at the start yeah, so that part is really crazy. And it's funny because um, so I was sort of around at the very start because I was a modder uh, for this game called Rigs of Rods uh, way a long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah. Still a super fun game. So many memories. And um, yeah, so a, a lot of us, uh, you know, we put into this open source project. And um, so, uh, you know, some people did the programming, some people did the physics, uh, some people did the uh, the content creation, like the vehicles or the maps. And uh um, basically what happened is uh one of them was like you know the same thing like how how could we push this further you know how could we like you know add more to it and um or really add some more features and so uh they got uh some of the uh the best modders or like the uh the creators you know like the physics person the programmer the level level artist and uh, a vehicle creator 
and uh, basically put their talents together. And, you know, they wanted to put it into the Crytek engine and, uh, you know, push things further. And uh, they put together a tech demo and released it on YouTube. And it totally blew up, which is funny from my side. You know, I'm just like a modder and like, I kind of heard about this stuff happening. And then I just see this video come out of nowhere. And I'm like, I can't believe soft body physics is this popular. And so, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. Who knew? And like, even to this day, like, you know, we're all shocked because we're all like, you know, we just want to create the best physics engine. Like the the popularity um, was just like, huh, that's, that's awesome. Like, so we got got over a million views on that video overnight. Wow, That doesn't happen with any videos very often, right? (laughs) No, it's a lot of hard work, probably. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, that definitely uh, propelled them forward and inspired them. And uh, so they kept working hard on the game until the very first release. And of course, you know, the first release went really well. Um, and then from there, the team kept growing. And what's really crazy about the team is like, everybody is so talented. And this, um, uh, you know, like the workflow with this, this physics engine is super unique. So, we, you know, we have to find people from all over the world because uh, there's specific talents that we need. Like at least on the vehicle team, you know, I'm in America. We have a guy in Canada, a guy in Argentina, some Europeans, a guy in yeah. Australia. Um, just because like the, uh, um, uh, the skill set is very, very specific and we have to hire super, super talented people. And, um, you know, same with like the physics and the programming, like, everybody is from all over the world um which is it's really nice because we get all these ideas from all these different countries you know it's like from my side from the vehicle side it's just like oh we do this in australia and like oh we have like these crazy trucks in uh in, in canada and you know i talk about like the the redneck american stuff we do <laughs> and um you know so uh it, it's really cool because uh we put together all of our towns and so the team has uh kept growing kept getting more and more talents and like uh you know, making this game uh, bigger and bigger with uh, with more and more content. And yeah, it's just crazy seeing how it's grown. And, um, you know, the popularity is still there. And I just appreciate the community so much because they're always making videos, you know, they're yeah, always talking right. about the game. And, you know, throughout the years, we just keep adding more and more features, which is funny because, you know, you look back and it's like, if you know if we time travel back to 2013 and probably showed them the game today it's just like how did how did we get all that done <laughs> and that's because of all the talented people that we have in the company now yeah and yeah. we actually stuck with that process of like having remote people from different nationalities and right. different backgrounds uh, working for us it, like pandemic aside we've already had these remote processes uh, well established so there's no and, like centralized office or anything Everyone's well there, just... we do have an hq which is in bremen and we do oh. visits when it's not pandemic times so. of course <laughs> Uh, And we do have like team building and stuff like that. But uh, generally, everybody works from their own location and like takes their own holidays, that sort of thing. Uh, We try to um, cater to people as much as possible. Like we really value everybody who works for us. Uh, It's very important for us to make sure that they can actually use their passion to create something amazing. Uh, which is why we didn't really force anybody to move anywhere if they didn't want to, because this this has proven to work for us for so many years. And um, I, I think pandemic or not, uh, we're kind of prepared and uh, we could actually share some tips on how to do this properly with other <laughs> companies, probably. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, there was definitely some growing pains initially for a lot of people, but. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing. Yeah, yeah, and it takes a certain type of personality. Like you have to really be passionate uh, about what you do to get up every day in the same four walls and uh, and still yeah. push as hard as you can to I make something else not happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know remotely. this feeling now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think also that's really interesting because uh, you mentioned Jared at the start. You know, it was like all these different people coming together, like a grass grassroots development, and it and it feels like obviously now 
it's a it's a more professional organization let's say for want of a better expression but you still have this uh feeling by the sound of things of a community coming together from from different um countries around the world and different backgrounds to then work together on this one shared interest which yeah is, yeah and uh, actually we still hire from the community like we still hire amazing motors all the time to this day and i don't think right. we will ever stop because i mean this works so great for us and it also gives people an opportunity to develop their passion in this direction within the industry further yes that's really cool because the modding community can be you said passion they're very passionate about it and they're, they're doing it out of the love for the yeah. the game or the, the project or the simulation right and so then to then reward them and know that they will be deeply behind the project and putting their best foot forward is a really good way of doing things well it's working so far and you can definitely tell when you, when you play the game there's a lot of enthusiasm and let's say drive for the project and that's clearly coming from people who work uh, on the game and it benefits the end user as well and speaking of drive i've always wondered for clarification on the dot drive part of the name, I know a lot of people just say Beam or BeamNG, and obviously the full title is BeamNG dot drive. Yeah. So yeah, for those um, who don't know, let's uh, explain well, I, what the dot drive is, please. Actually, I think a lot of people don't even know what NG stands for. For in BeamNG, we've kind oh, of yeah. covered so where oh, the yeah, beam well, is coming from, uh, but NG is actually next generation, right. and the dot drive comes from the fact that we originally and to this day we're focusing on the vehicle side primarily, so cars. It's not impossible to have other kinds of vehicles in the game, and some amazing community motors have put their hours into creating some of that. But like officially on our side, right. that's where our main focus lies, and will be for a while, I think. Ah, uh, yes, I have my, I may or may not have seen some sort of plane by the community. Yeah. But I guess, obviously, this is dot drive because we're focusing on the driving aspect. So I understand now, I see. So it's not dot fly or dot boats or whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah. It's dot drive dot, for a reason. Dot refrigerator. Yeah. Dot refrigerator. Well, yeah, well, version uh, 0.24 has just released at the time of recording. Yes. And there are some items that you can crash into and add into levels of play around with. On, on our website, on the article about the patch, we put a little clip of uh, Ross, a colleague, uh, driving into a couch, for example, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, what? what? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, Jared, please tell yeah, us yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we all want to know why. Why couch? <laughs> because we got so bored of cars. We we're like, what is the next best thing we could do? And that was the logical and progression, was it? it the refrigerator <laughs> and the couch is like where we could open the simulator up. Um, no, but the uh, the real reason is, um, so we've had these props on the backlog for a really long time. And, you know, we're so focused on the vehicles and uh, like they're really technical. I mean, they take such a long time because of, uh, you know, all the research Um you know, trying to like engineer all the suspension points, making sure everything is super, super accurate so the, the engine could render it realistically. Um, but, you know, when we get a new person that is handling the J-beam, um, you know, we want to start them off easy and not like, well, okay, you're like doing uh, entire right. vehicles, like yeah, realistic yeah. damage. And it's just like, well, we got these props that haven't been a, a J-beam. They're like, a, you know, didn't have the physics structure programmed for them yet. And uh, we're like, so how would you like to do a refrigerator? Because we have a 3D model. Um, yeah, so I uh, um, had him do the refrigerator. Yeah, that turned out well. And then the couch and um, the, the chair, the TV, that type of stuff. So, you know, it wasn't like, oh, like, it's our big focus to do 
these props. It's just, oh, was it um, not? I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just uh, you know the timing of the new person. I'm just like, okay, well, we could use we could use more props. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're still pushing forward on all the vehicles. You know, having such crazy content coming for y'all. Right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the, the creators absolutely love these kinds of props. We've previously released the mattress and and other kinds of things, <laughs> yeah. and the, the, they are always the big meme. And like a day or two after, this is a, everything the community is talking about. So we we do love to put some extra silly things. Uh, um, that are also fun to engage with in game. Well, it adds character to it and it makes it part of what Beam has become, right? So not only <laughs> is it a training tool, it's good for memes and it's just good fun for everybody. That's yep. cool. And it also reminds me of the, like some of the crazy detail in the game, just to go back to vehicles. You know, we've got these couches and fridge freezers which can be smashed around. But I, I remember <laughs> in one of the recent updates this year, it was like, oh, now we're going to fully properly simulate engine oil, you know, and it's like, what? other games perhaps might not even consider that <laughs> so is it from you and the teams jared's uh, sort of uh, engineering and cartooning background that that feeds into why that's one of the main focus of one of the main updates yeah so this has a lot to do with um definitely like the super talented people on the vehicle team and um yeah and all of our backgrounds um sort of like what i was saying earlier where we all come from different areas mm. so you know uh so, like we have some people that are really into modern cars and like the technology, like how does ABS really work? Like the program, how does traction control really work? Um, and then we have some other people that do drifting and fabrication. And then, um, uh, you know, my background, um, it's, it's crazy because my dad, he used to build trophy trucks and dune buggies. So he has like a lot of fabrication Whoa, equipment yeah. and I basically grew up in a junkyard. So like ever since I was like a baby, um, you know, I would like run outside and be like, dad, what's that laying on the ground? And he's like, oh, that's an alternator. And I'm ah, like, what does that do? You know, good education. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of us have like these types of backgrounds where, um, you know, we know a lot of the details of these cars. And this is why we, you know, uh, hire around the world, because it's so tough to find people that are just as much into cars as they are a 3D artist or a programmer um, and, you know, trying to combine all those talents. So, you know, like like for me growing up around cars, like had a foreigner and then I bought the Subaru and I totally rebuilt the Subaru, like uh, rebuilt the engine, the uh, different transmission diff put all that stuff in there. I fabricated the front bumpers, the rear bumpers, uh, oh, you know, right. made my own skid plates, CAD design, all that type of stuff. And all of this real world knowledge, you know, that I want to put into the game and same with the other people. Um, you know, so we're like, you know, we talked to the physics people and we're like, Hey, could we, could we add this feature or um, from the 3d art? Like, Oh, like I'm going to add this detail of, um, you know, like the, uh, um, so like I know I'm a hopper. Uh, so if you lock your, your hubs, uh, and you spin the wheels while it's upside down with like the node grabber or something, you'll actually right. see the universal joint spin. Oh, wow. And, um, uh, but it won't affect the rear wheels because only the hub's locked and the transfer case is unlocked. Uh, and the same with the other, other way around. Like if you lock your transfer case and you're upside down and you drive, you actually see the, uh, the CV or the, uh, the universal joint spin, right. but the wheels won't spin because your hubs aren't locked. I mean, there's like all right. these tiny details. Actually, just and, on that, to interrupt, mm-hmm. to apologize. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you like uh deliberately rolling cars to then see if it's all working properly underneath is that part of the testing process oh man i wish yeah where's the budget for that i want to roll a car (laughs) um no i mean you know at least on my side like i take my subaru off-roading all the time like i busted a-arm shocks all that type of stuff and that you know it's just like huh or like going to real life events like i remember going to um uh, king of the hammers and seeing like these cars roll over and then the smoke coming out that's a cool event yeah Oh yeah. You know about it. Oh, it's so neat. If you could make it, it's so, it's so awesome. Um, you know, and then, so like these real life experiences, 
uh, it's like, oh, okay, like, could we add smoke? And then, you know, same with the other people that are really into it, you know, super, super knowledgeable about what they do. Uh, you know, it's like the drifting, they're like, oh, wait, so like this does this, when this happens, you know, they'll do like GoPro recordings and stuff and, uh, and really, um, measure. And I know, uh, the, um, one person 3d scanned their track that's local to them. So they could actually, you know, test the end game cars compared to how he's testing, you know, at the real life track and really figure out these details. Um, yeah. So there's just so much passion behind all of this, like putting in all these tiny little details to create the most realistic vehicle simulator we possibly can. Well, yeah. Speaking of, uh, all the details, one of my favorite elements is like the, the vehicle and the car names, like Widgeon. Uh, was a recent one that just it just makes me laugh and makes me smile what yeah. where well, i guess it's two questions where does the inspiration for the types of vehicles come from and then whose actual role is it to think of what they're going to be what, what they're going to be called uh, yeah um yeah so the inspiration from the the vehicles so uh, a lot of it we all read the forms you know, look at the YouTube comments, Facebook comments, Twitter comments, mm-hmm. Instagram comments. Um, and the tag could go over, you know, we do a lot of, um, uh, you know, we look at the, the community. Um, and then because of our backgrounds too, we have a lot of knowledge on like, oh, okay, like what would be cool? You know, we might see something like, oh, huh. Like, I didn't really think about that. You know, that, that car, you know, that maybe a, a user um, mentioned. Right. And then internally, you know, say it's like a drift vehicle, like the drift person be like, this is going to be so cool. Like we could add like so many different features to it. And this car is known for like doing this and this and this in real life. Um, so, you know, we, we had this original idea for a car and, um, you know, once we have that original idea, we then, uh, try to figure out like, what else do people do with the car in real life? So, you know, you look at the D series and you see like everything that the D series or like, you know, what people do with trucks in real life. Um, and we try to replicate that and try to, um, like bring in the uh you know the experience of all these different things you could do with the vehicle okay. so you know like like with the, with the d series like the experience what's the experience of like rock crawling a truck or what's the experience of like drag racing a truck mm-hmm. um what's the experience of having like this big dually you know four-door log chassis thing and trying to park it type of thing right. and um yeah so you know from there we we, we try to um add in like all the variations you could have to like try to get the most out of these vehicles and um you know with uh the detail and, and and the passion you know try to create the best experience for the user mm-hmm. um and also highlight the physics as well so that's where the vehicles come from um the naming and the funny thing about the widgeon and the pigeon um well okay so the naming is just well, like, I mean, it is funny in general you know regardless. oh yeah it is just hilarious i remember yeah when they said the name i was just like what that's great um <laughs> But, uh, you know, so with the name, we're just like, hey, uh, what can we do? Like, what should the name be? And we post it up. We have like a internal chat, Mattermost. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, it's almost like a Skype or Discord. And, uh, you know, we're all like, oh, like, we should name it this and this and this and this and this and this. And, you know, like, we just go with a big <laughs> list. And then, um, you know, and usually something just pops out. Like with the widgeon, they're just like, oh, it's also a bird. And it's like the pigeon. But, like, the widgeon <laughs> is also like the pigeon of the video game. And this exactly. is really funny. Like, we should do it. Um, you know, or sometimes, uh, you know, it's like a very realistic sounding name because like our, our goal in, in beam and G is like realism and simulation over everything. And, you know, even when it comes to the names, like, you know, D series, like sounds like a real, real truck. Right. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, the, the, the names sometimes have a little bit more of a meaning, you know, like the Italian person, if it's an Italian car, you know, like they'll say like, oh yeah, like this means this, or like, this sounds really good in Italian. So, um, yeah, that's where, that's where the names come from nice it's all a bit of a team effort and if it 
fits what the car is going to be and that's kind of inspired by the real world and then that's how the vehicle's going to behave so it all fits fits together yeah, yeah it's all collaborative efforts and uh, with the vehicles or maps or anything we always try to bring something unique that hasn't been done before uh Derek mentioned like we do collect ideas from the forums and, and youtube and yeah. all, all, all other social medias as well but you will often see like people going like uh my lamborghinis like obviously we cannot do that because uh, <laughs> the lamborghinis will not want uh, their cars broken in a super realistic way on youtube right. for like millions and millions of views um and you yes. know when we collect ideas we try to collect stuff that is actionable uh, so if there is like 55 threads asking for some you know, original supercar, uh, that might not be as constructive as like somebody who describes some unique use case, like that will actually be turned into a real Jira ticket and sent to an actual developer to consider. Uh, So yeah, we work with the community in the same collaborative way we work between ourselves. Yeah, that's really interesting. And again, it's another thing that I feel, you know, comes through every pore of the game is this is also done with the community in mind. And there is a very strong, passionate community. What's it like to have uh, you know, so many people that care so much about this game. Yeah, yeah, our community is certainly uh, super passionate and sometimes that can bring some challenges, uh, especially when they're not being passionate. But I think we have established a certain level of expectation, like with uh, releases, right. for example, our community knows that it will be released when it's ready. And this is mainly driven by the fact that we do have such a research-driven development process. So we're like, we can just, you know, make something in one day and put it in the game with the next release. It has to be really sought through and tested and developed in a way that actually makes sense. Um, but generally, it is a, a lot of fun working with our community because they're always eager to to share their ideas and they're always happy. Like whenever we release an update and we go read the comments, 99% of it is just an absolute bliss. And the, the team is always happy to, to, to see that kind of feedback. And we are blessed also with the developers who are super passionate themselves and they go out there and they interact with the community directly. So it's not just like we have a community manager that just feeds everything back and forth. Like we try to not do monologues, if that makes sense. Uh, So we try to talk back and forth and we always, uh, even our CEO will often go and and talk on the forums with the players and like share some ideas and and thoughts and feedback. So yeah, it's it's an amazing community to, to work with. Yeah, I absolutely love the community too, because like, you know, I just see so much passion within them and like so much inspiration. And it's really crazy too, because, you know, like I'll hear stories like, oh, wow, like inspired me to like learn about engineering and like suspension design and, um, you know, made me want to like mess with my own car and, and, and figure it out. And the funniest thing about the community too is like I go to a lot of car meets and stuff and car events. And, um, you know, like word has spread that I'm a BMG developer and, you know, every oh. time, like there's like a circle around me and they're just like, wow, like this game's so cool. Like, like what's happening next. And like, um, you know, what features do you have? And, you know, and it's really fun too, to talk to like, oh, like, what do you do? Cause like, you know, in BMG, like, cause it's an open world sandbox. Like you could have so much you know, creativity when it comes to playing. Like some people like to do this and some people like to do that. And, um, yeah, it's just. You know, the community and, and the passion within them is just so much fun. And um, they're really great. You know, every time I get a message on Instagram or something like, oh, I love the new update. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. You know, or, um, uh, you know, if they're uh, like, I can't believe like you guys did this. Like, this is mind blowing. Like, oh, like, you know, we, we just like yeah. we really try our best for the community. And, um, you know, they, they do a lot, lot for us by supporting us, you know, with the video game, talking about it, the YouTubers and, um, oh, yeah. you know, and and we try to like give them the best experience we possibly can. It must really help the team and 
and feeds you energy to see that there's so many people who want to see this, I want to see that because they care so much about about the title, right? And um, okay, there must be some times where there's a lot to to, talk, to sift through, and you haven't got the time necessarily. But <laughs> yeah. you're very very privileged and and lucky to have such a, a strong community there that's very very positive. Speaking of uh, perhaps challenges, what's what would you say is the biggest development challenge so so far to date on the title? Oh man, yeah. Um, I mean, overall, the challenge is just working with a unique physics engine. Yeah. Um, just because the development is Makes so sense. different than any other video game, and what's really crazy too is we have hurdles that are are very unique to us that these other video game platforms don't have. Um, so, you know, there might be a feature that a lot of people are asking about, and they're like, "Wait, why don't you guys do this? Like, it's easy." You know, yeah. um, but from the inside of like, you know, like understanding the physics engine, it's like, holy crap, this like opens up a big can of worms. And there is a lot of stuff that we are working on. But, you know, because a lot of these features hasn't been tested, like nobody else has really done this to this extent before. Um, it's a lot of research and a lot of time that we have to put into it. And, um, you know, some stuff like kind of comes easy because of the physics engine. So like the damage, you know, like if you try using like a different, you know, like a, a hard body physics uh, engine, um, you know, trying to program in the damage is very, very, very difficult. Um, I mean, it's still really intense in what the J-beamers do. There's like so much talent when it comes to the J-beam and making it accurate. But um, with what we have, you know, it's, it's kind of easy compared to these other video games, but then we have these other challenges. Um, so, you know, like multiplayer gets asked a bunch, um, but we have such a high level of polish that we want to do before releasing a feature. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, because of our physics engine, we have issues doing multiplayer. And so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of features like that where it's just like very, very difficult, but, um, you know, we still push through, we're still trying to make, you know, the, uh, the craziest physics and vehicle simulator we can. It's just, you know, some features take a lot longer to do, which might look easy from the outside. And, um, you know, and then some of them are a lot easier. So, um, but from the, the vehicle side, uh, definitely the biggest challenge is uh, making sure these vehicles are like engineered correctly. So the physics engine, you know, because it's a soft body physics engine, it simulates bodies of, you know, like these objects and the forces yeah. run through them realistically that, you know, every suspension point has to be dead accurate you know, and there's a lot of suspension design that goes on. So, you know, like kingpin inclination angle, like if that's off or anti-dive, anti-lift, wow. um, you know, there's like all these like tiny things we have to figure out. And, you know, and it's not only that, like, I remember we had this issue, we had the gas tank on the wrong side of the, uh, the widget and it was throwing off the weight balance. Oh, and we're just like, big thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, um, uh, you know, and like the way that the wheel moves up. So like, I know on the, the pre-runner, I did the, uh, the 3d modeling on the pre-runner parts. Uh, my wheels are set a little bit too far backwards. So like if you turn under full compression, the wheel hits the fender mm. and it's like, oh crap, you know? And it's like these issues that you really only um, think about in like real life, you know, like building and stuff like, oh, like if the wheel like goes all the way up, it's going to hit the fender. And now like the fender rips off, but we like kind of mess up, uh, uh, you know, like uh, I messed up on the, uh, the location of the A-arms and like it happens, you know, in Beam and G. Right. Um, so Just how realistic it is and how yeah, much exactly. work goes into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, everything has to be 
you know, basically engineered down to the dot, you know, whether it's suspension design, like how the chassis deforms, like how the forces flow through it, um, the 3D modeling. So stuff doesn't intersect, you know, like all of our suspension has to be realistic, like the, the rock crawler hopper, the axle had to move forward just like in real life. So like it could clear the engine. Um, that's what makes it really, really difficult is all the research that goes into this and all the thinking and like the revisions too. We build it and we're like, Oh, this isn't working. Just like in real life, you got to go back to the shop. You got to like cut the, you know, the linkages off and reposition them. And, but that's what also makes it fun. That's why I enjoy working on this project so much because I love building in real life. And this gives me the same type of like feeling and passion and, and like love for these vehicles. And this certainly applies to other areas of development. I think was the latest release was a great example of how we had to redo or, or rather start revamping our entire UI because we decided to introduce missions, uh, which require this new map view mode. And when we added it to the game, like it just wasn't working with the technology for the user interface we had. And like wow. pretty much last minute, we decided, you know what, it's time for a new user interface. So we started work on that with this new release. And because it's like, you never know what other part of the game will be affected. Uh, uh, you, you have to really test and try and see what happens and then go back and reiterate. And I think it applies to pretty much any team that we have internally I see, and to so any feature. It's not just the, the one idea, it's how that's going to impact everything else that's yeah, yeah, exactly. involved, right? And then that can open a can of worms. But mm -hmm. it seems to be going well so far, from the outside at least. And I'm sure you guys have, have got it all covered. I mean, one of the other things as well, like you mentioned the, the most recent update, uh, which we've previously talked about or touched upon, um, I was going to ask, you know, whenever there's a, be a beam update, the those patch notes are intense, right? So that must take a week to write at least. <laughs> well, uh, they are also like many things internally are a collective effort. Yeah. Uh, so generally what happens is we will create a set of internal pages where people will start populating what they've done to the game. And then we will review it several times and we'll create like a public version of it. And then we'll go through that and we'll see what kind of like maybe media we can add to that. Maybe this needs a video, this needs a screenshot, this needs another documentation article to explain it. So it does take, um, I would love to say that couple of weeks, but generally we don't have wow. that uh, kind of luxury. Yeah, we try yeah. to, uh, uh, you know, it goes both ways. So it, it's done, it's released when it's done. So as soon as it's done, it's got to go out. Like we, we don't see. keep it in the oven for, for too long. <laughs> uh, so we usually do it on the go and um, then, you know, release another set of patch notes after if something needs to be fixed. But yeah, normally it takes, it. I would say, um, the patch notes alone, several days. Ideally, right. um, mm. the, the media in preparation to that, obviously a little bit longer, especially if it's something yeah. that needs to be visually presented, like the recent changes to the materials, the PBR, yeah. the physically based rendering, like that needed a lot of work internally to create the media for that to actually show the incredible difference <laughs> in the visuals of the game. So ideally, yeah, I, I would hope for a couple of weeks, but actually, no, we try to do it as quickly as possible. So yeah, the days, uh, uh, the couple of days before the release, uh, they they are quite intense. Yeah, but long days. I'm I'm not I'm not jealous of those days, <laughs> but I do love reading through the whenever there's a new patch note and it's really in depth and detailed. And we the team here we love sifting through and going right. Oh, what's the sort of the bigger things we can pull out and and write an Sometimes about I even uh, like obviously I'm not a 
I don't have a PhD in physics. Uh, and like, I don't disassemble Subarus in my free time. Uh, sometimes, uh, <laughs> like I have to, <laughs> sometimes I have to take a line from the patch notes and go back to the team and be like, uh, well, what does this mean? <laughs> so I can rephrase it in a way that's a little bit more uh, human understandable. Uh, yes. But yeah. our patch notes, like if you just read through the highlights, the devlog side of it, this is like a high level overview. If you really start digging into patch notes, it's highly technical. And we try to include like pretty much everything we've changed. Yeah. Uh, that matters to, to the community, be that just a regular player or a hardcore modder. We try to provide as much information as possible at all times. Yeah, yeah, you've got to, you've got to balance both parties, right? Yeah. Um. You, so you mentioned PBR, and I would I would love to ask about that. So obviously the, the visuals are taking a leap forward with this. Mm-hmm. Are, are you happy with it's turned how it's turned out so far? Well, it's not a finished process. Like we've begun transitioning materials both for vehicles and for the levels. Uh, the levels actually began a couple of days ago with the release of zero uh, twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, with vehicles, we're a little bit further ahead, uh, but there's still some work to be done. But yeah, I mean, the visuals speak for themselves, right? Uh, I think Jared yeah, can yeah. share a little bit more technicalities about this uh, revamp. But uh, try it for yourself. I mean, the the game a year ago <laughs> and right now just looks completely different. It really does, yeah. Yeah, PBR um, is definitely what revolutionized a lot of the visuals of the video games. And uh, yeah, I come from like a 3D art background. Um, and, you know, basically PBR is a difference of what makes a game like, oh, that's so 2010, you know, versus like, wow, that's like 2020. Um, PBR is basically a way to um, simulate the, the lighting and the material effects in a very realistic way. Mm-hmm. Um, where the old version, you know, wasn't as realistic. You basically had three maps to control uh what a material does where now you have more maps to control what a material does and there's a lot of real life science to it too so like a like the metallic map uh metals reflect very very different than plastics and you know you feed the uh, the engine that information and uh you get a lot more realistic uh output and you know there's some other features too that that we've added so like the the fresnel effect uh which is basically like as things get more of a glancing angle you could try with your phone like more of a glancing angle it turns into a mirror Mm. um so there's like a bunch of these other effects that that were added on top and that's why these uh you know like the vehicle materials look really really good uh the map materials look really good um they're basically rendered in a much more realistic way now and that's what brings like yeah the the art from like 2010 to to now is that pbr change the problem is there's no easy way to convert it it's not like we could just like run it through a pbr converter right. um it basically oh, they takes... not exist damn that's I, I know yeah come on <laughs> we we need that please um yeah we basically have to go through and like some stuff's a bit easier uh but we have to yeah we have to go through and adjust all the levels and maps and be like okay like this is metal this is not um here's your ambient occlusion stuff i mean i, I could get really techie but uh yeah so we're still trying to go through all those materials and that's the thing about this game like we love this game so much that uh you know we're going through all the old stuff and like we want to bring it up to par you know we want to keep going and uh you know keep adding more and more detail well yeah it's um it's been several years already and we're looking forward to obviously seeing where where that continues in the future and as i said as we've said a couple of times the recent update came out which was fairly substantial and looking forward to seeing how the pbr evolves over time as well but at the bottom of the recent uh, patch notes, and we made reference to this on the Traction.gg website, there was a little mention about some form of holiday period update. A vehicle, the Brickle Bastion, was mentioned or teased there. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed to maybe probe and ask about about that a little bit more, perhaps? Y- yeah, sure. Um, 
I mean, we we try to do these teasers every now and then at different uh, right. phases of um, of the development process. And I'm actually deliberately, even though they are themed, we usually release them on Tuesdays and we call this uh, campaign a Teaser Tuesday. I deliberately yeah. don't do them in a predictable fashion because people go crazy uh, over that. They, they try to calculate, yeah. <laughs> okay, if, if the teaser was released today, that means in 10 days from now, we're going to get this car. Like, no, guys, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Do- so you're, you're double bluffing. Yeah, and yeah. Then work way, it all out. Clever. I, I actually have these themes for every day of the week, and like I could come up with more. We just don't oh. always have the time to fill something in there. <laughs> but with the teasers, we try to give a bit of an early look at how things are going to get a bit of an early feedback, and also to get people excited for actually coming up. And I think Jared can talk a little bit more in detail about the Bastion. But there was actually another teaser released yesterday yeah. uh, through our social media channels, and uh, people already noticed that it's not just the Bastion that's in that teaser. There is oh. more to it and that's like another thing that we do with our older cars and i'm gonna give over to jared to cover both of those things now well just just quickly uh, i will say that we will put a link in the description of this episode to that social media post if you want to have a a closer look anyone listening so jared i'm intrigued i just thought it was a nice little (laughs) red car i was looking at here what's what's going on (laughs) yeah hashtag like and subscribe um Ah. (laughs) yeah so the uh um, yeah, the new car. It's a modern four-door sedan, mm-hmm. V8. Looks and, like. uh Yeah, so uh, I know we're lacking a lot on the more modern cars. And, um, you know, I wanted something to really represent America. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a muscle car. And uh, we have a bunch of cool configs for it, too. Um, like, uh, like, we have the drag racing version, which is really fun. Ooh. And, um, oh, yeah, there's there's a couple other, <laughs> other variants, too. I don't want to, like, ruin all the surprises. Oh, okay. Um, I'll settle for the drag racing version. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's super fun. Um, but basically, yeah, we wanted to incorporate uh, uh, newer vehicle technologies and basically have this uh, this V8 sedan, like something that looks mm. like really muscly and buff, but could also, uh, you know, like kill the track times. You know, you could drag race with it, like roll around on the um, uh, on the Hirochi Raceway pretty quick. And, um, you know, just have like a, a more unique, like a, a heavier vehicle experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's uh, looking cool. Uh, will will this be uh, coming out before the holiday season? Is that the plan? Yep. And yeah, yeah. Actually, both of the things that are in the teaser, uh, well, the Bastion itself, but also the other one that is teased. The mm. teaser within the teaser from yesterday yeah. is actually, yeah. actually also coming up, and this is a revamp of one of the existing cars, but that's been long awaited. Yeah, um, cool. yeah go ahead. <laughs> I may or may not have accidentally forgot to remove the bolide remaster out of the background on that one ah. uh, yeah and, and this is one of those uh those community things like everybody's like we need a bolide remaster we need a bolide remaster and it's like okay yes we, we do need a bolide remaster Coming and soon. um yeah so it's uh it's, it's the car in the background and um uh the uh the one there is the rally variant so you know we have like yeah. a, a rally variant a turbo could, variant but yeah, certainly I mean, there's going to be this new car and then a remastered car before the holiday very exciting yeah, definitely, definitely uh, some content coming for everybody. And um, yeah, I mean, this bullet's gonna be it's gonna be super exciting. I mean, like, I'm super excited to uh, to see what the public thinks about the uh, you know the Bastion and and the Bullide, and because you got on one side like the heavy duty American muscle car, modern muscle car, and then on the other side, you know, you have this um, the uh, the older '80s Italian supercar. And basically, like all the flavors that come with it, you know, like the uh, the bash and like the drag racing, like going really fast on the track, and then the uh, the bull eye. You have like a uh, you know the turbo version, the the rally version, normally aspirated, and mm. uh, basically two pretty different experiences, which is going to be fun. 
nice. They're, they're, they're a contrast to each other. And that and BMG is full of contrasts and variation, right, and variety. So it certainly adds to that, add to that flavor and that vehicle roster, which is uh, very exciting and surprising that it comes so soon after another update. You see, you're just lulling us all into a full sense of security. That's not gonna be anything else until 2022. Oh no, wait a minute. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keeping those expectations um realistic, right? <laughs> Better yeah, to surprise. Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Looking forward to it, and um, thank you for the information there. We'll keep your eyes peeled on the Beam social channels and website, and of course, people can follow on Traction GG as well. So, so um, once this uh, update is is uh, out there in the public, is is a team going to have some time off, perhaps? Or are you all yeah. working over the holiday period? <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely all hard workers and uh, some of us will be staying to cover things like immunity and support over the yeah. Christmas period and whatnot. Uh, however, all of us are taking a break at the end of the year every year. Uh, our community knows about it and we actually do try to sort of uh, give back to the tribe that we are at BMNG and everybody who works at BMNG will receive this huge uh, box of gifts uh, uh, that are, you know, BMNG merch and stuff like that. Is it Jared to- Subaru? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super and stuff. Yes, I wanted yeah, the turbo d- for Christmas. D- there is one box specifically for Jared, which is just a bunch of parts for his. Super. Ah, is, is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> like a new strut. I know you bet your strut. Here's a new one. Oh, the the, the customs office would be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is quite a logistical challenge, but we always try to put the extra yeah. and give back to the team to make sure that everybody is rewarded for their hard work. Well, certainly from the outside, it appears that there's been a huge amount of hard work uh, going into it to this point, and I'm sure there will be going into the next years as well. So I think I speak from everybody in the community or as a fan of the game or even someone who doesn't play it or might not have a PC but watches content creators on YouTube and loves it. Um, I think everybody appreciates the hard work and we're, we're just very much looking forward to the holiday update but also then the long-term future uh, of BeamNG because it's brilliant. Um, I would like to quickly thank you both Natalia and Jared for your time. It's, it's been a pleasure. Hope you thank you fun. for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having us on here. And I want to thank the community for being so passionate and so involved in like creating videos of BeamNG. And then, of course, thank the team because I'm surrounded by such amazing talent with everybody in BeamNG. Super inspirational. You know, one of the best projects I've ever been involved with. So, you know, such a great experience with everything. You know, the podcast, the community, working. And um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing the podcast posted. Yeah, yeah well, same, same. Oh well, well, thank you very much. Um, you, uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to to see um, the keen interest and the detail and the passion that comes from you both, and you can definitely tell that in the game as well. And I'm sure the rest of the Beam and G team is the same. So, um, without further ado, I think we should wrap this up. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've got any uh, questions or feelings about BeamNG, the team is always listening. So if you're on YouTube, leave a comment below. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever po- podcast platform is your favorite, then visit the traction.gg website. We'll have a post about this. You can leave a comment there. Uh, please do uh, like and subscribe and share it. That, that really helps everybody. And don't forget to visit traction.gg, the website, on a daily basis. Thank you very much. Keep it pinned. Mm-hmm.